the Afro Lunch Show with your girl Sheila O. This is where Afro beats meets hip hop. It meets Afro trap. It meets Afro Caribbean. It meets Afro everything. That's what's up. And we are still the only Afro beats show on a major FM US style that's also nationally syndicated. We've come a long way. Thank you, sweetheart. But today, Afro beat gets to meet Afro Hollywood. All right? And in the studio with me, all right, are two major stars. I'm going to do an intro about the show first, and I'm going to bring my girls in. Two major superstars, okay? They're from the hit show, the hit series on CBS. It's called Bob Hart Abishola. I wasn't sure if it was Bob Love Abishola, but I'm going to say Bob Hart. 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 Abisha, okay, this show is being created, I think it's created by Chuck Lorre, is it yeah. created by him? And by Chuck Okay, I'm coming for you, Gina. Hey, hey, Chuck Lorre and me. It's coming. Your own is special. Okay. Gina, you don't know the play. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, created by Chuck Lorre, you all know Chuck Lorre. Chuck Lorre is the brains behind Two and a Half, uh, Two and a Half Men. He's got the Big Bag Theory, he's got Michael Molly, Two Broke Girls, but now he's gonna have the biggest hit he's ever had on his hands. That's right. And you know why? Because not only is the lead Abishola, the love interest, but it's also co-produced, co-written by London's, Nigeria's number one comedian, Gina Ayishere! <laughs> is that good, babe? That was good. Okay, I'll get my check later. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys, really, really welcome. Thank you so much for being at the AfroZone show. Really appreciate it. Can you tell me about the Bob Hops, Abishola? Bob, Bob Hart's Abishola, I feel like I have to talk in my Nigerian accent now. Feel free. That's right. Anyone, it's international, so we'll get you. All right, Bob Hart's Abishola is a story about a compression sock salesman who has a heart attack, and um, while he's recovering, he meets a Nigerian nurse, Abishola, mm -hmm. and he falls for her and starts pursuing her initially right. with compression socks. Oh! Yeah, so it's an immigrant story, but also it's an immigrant story uh, Abishala has moved to America for a better life for herself and her son, mm -hmm. and she's hell bent that her son will go to Harvard and be a doctor. A doctor. <laughs> so we ex we explore the immigrant experience within the story, specifically the Nigerian Yoruba experience, but universally, it's also. Really appreciate that, and you, and you know, like like I said in the intro of the show, Afrozones being the first Afrobeat show, you know, you are the first show to actually depict a Nigerian family on mainstream television. Well, welcome. That's well, welcome. no joke. Yeah. So not only have you really put put Nigeria more forward, you've actually put Africa because Nigeria is a giant of Africa. So giving us that platform is huge kudos. I think I uh, appreciate that. Thank you. I mean, this try. I I started a hashtag. Or I. I don't know if one existed before, but mm -hmm. hashtag thank you Chuck Lorre yes. because he, the initial idea started with him. Yes. So I, I think that he should be applauded for that. Really applauded. Uh, you don't applaud Chuck Lorre, right, guys? Yeah. You don't applaud it. No, seriously. Shout out to yeah. Chuck. Seriously. And it's, it's, yeah, it's a beautiful thing, even for myself, to see this kind of imagery yes. on prime time television. I wish I was growing up now. I know. Buhari will be very proud of you. I hope he gives you a land. Okay, moving on swiftly. <laughs> Palate has no comment. Gina, <laughs> yes. how'd you get the gig? Because moving all the way, Gina, you might not know this, right? First and foremost, big fan. Oh, thank you. Big fan. Thank you, know, you. Thank you. Totally, totally love what you do. I'm a Brit as well. Oh, you are? I not tell because I have no accent. <laughs> you know, but known you from the days of Hackney Empire. My, oh, very, wow. my sister who kind of raised me, who I lived with, was Kanye King. Oh, wow. You know, I'm also Kanye King? 
Yeah, that's what no, for real. Uh, yeah, I lived with her. And no. Connie and I, I mean, I'm, I'm on the board of the Mobos as well. So I hosted the Mobos twice. twice. I was coming. Oh, okay. see you. Okay. So I want to know something, Gina. Moving from the UK to America, what made you come up with that crazy idea? Well, what happened? Well, long, long story short, I, as a child, I used to say to my mum all the time, why did you come to England? I could have been born in Miami. Yeah. Why? I thought she made an error. Going from, instead of going to, to America, she went to England. So I've been a, a fan of being, you know, when we watched your movies, you had better candies than us here, better bikes, better clothes, better everything. Every movie looked like American kids had a much better life. So I had a dream of moving to America from childhood. Even when I studied to become an engineer and became an engineer, mm -hmm. I was building and repairing elevators for Otis, which is an American company, because I was planning to transfer to America somehow by hook up and crook. So when I became a comedian, the dream continued. I'm going to do my comedy in America. And so, and you know, I got quite successful in England. I became, yes, you, you know. That's well, why I said, why I make the crazy move? Because uh, <laughs> I hit the glass ceiling in England. And the glass ceiling in England, True. you know, I saw my white counterparts that were opening for me, then go on to become superstars selling out stadiums where I was always guesting on other people's TV shows right. and they wouldn't give me my own. And I thought, well, at least if I go to America, when I hit that glass ceiling, because there's a glass ceiling for black people in America too, yeah. but when I hit that glass ceiling, at least I'll be a millionaire when I hit it. That's right. So I was like, I'm <laughs> going to America. So it was the dream and, and so I did it. Uh, I got on a TV show called Last Comic Standard in 2007 and uh, I got through to the final 10 and uh, they got me a two-year work visa. And I was like, what does that mean? I can live and work in America legally for two years? Okay, I sold my house in London. I sold everything. I gave away everything I owned through a massive party and said, goodbye, England. I'm going to America and I ain't coming back. And here you are. And that was it. That's 2007. I'm still here, 2019. Okay, that's beautiful. <laughs> Look at where it's brought you. It's brought you to Bob Hart's Abishala. Yeah. Abishala, you are... You have 20 siblings, or is it that you're the 21st, or the 22nd, or the 23rd, or you're the 19th? Which one I'm are the you? The 20th. The 20th. Wow. How was it like growing up for you in, well, you, you were born in Nigeria? Yes, I was born in Lagos. You are born in Lagos, so how was it growing up for you in a big household like that, with 20 kids, and do you have strict parents? Mm. Well, people automatically uh, assume that we all grew up in the same house, but there's a huge age gap. Right. My father was born in 1917, so he would have been over 100. Oh, wow. My eldest brother is in his mid-70s. So by the time I came around, my father was around 65, and uh, most of his kids had moved out and had families of their own. I had nieces and nephews that were older than I was. I think I had a grandnephew or a grandniece before wow. I was born, or by the time I was born. So we didn't all grow up in the same house. Okay. In a way, I actually felt like an only child. I had a brother who, um, who was right before me, and we lived together, but we weren't very close growing up. Mm -hmm. So I was just left to my own devices. I used to run away from home to the next house. No one would look for me. <laughs> I'd come back at night. Yeah. But so I didn't grow up with all of them. My okay. parents went. My parents went strict. My father was older. Yeah. He'd experienced multiple children, so he was. Probably like whatever, so whatever. You want. So acting, acting is not a profession that Nigerians are comfortable with. That's why I asked you how strict they were, because I wanted to know what kind of punishment you had when you decided that you wanted to be an actress. I mean, now it's a different story, but when you broke the news or when you went to New York to study acting, 
Was that the game plan? Were you not meant to be a doctor, no, engineer, or lawyer, pharmacist? I, I was supposed to be a lawyer. I was supposed <laughs> to be a lawyer, and I was named after the first senior advocate of Nigeria. Oh, wow. So that was, I, I guess, my father's roadmap for me. Mm -hmm. And um, although he started all his children off on uh, piano, he was classically trained on piano, he was adamantly against being a musician. And uh, I found out down the line that a bunch of us had all taught, taught ourselves how to play electric guitar. Right. So when I moved to New York, I started teaching myself. And I found out some of my other brothers had done, had done the same thing. My parents, there were, I mean, there was so much emotional trauma that I experienced from wanting to uh, have, be a performer, have creative outlets. And they were just firmly against it. But I moved to New York, mm -hmm. and it's, I guess I attained creative liberation. Yeah. And did my own thing. It's such a long story. Yeah. I don't know if we have enough time. No, no, no. So, but I appreciate that. Nice, you know, not a Nigerian kids are doing that now. You yeah. know, Davido. Yeah. That's right. And all of us Davido. are doing it. And so you, you've got to remember, Nigerians. I know you want your best for the, your kids, and you want them to be doctors, lawyers, engineers, accountants, all of that good stuff. But remember. Don't try and force a child into something that they might not have the aptitude for. Or yeah. It's very for. interesting too because Abishala, the character I play, mm. is of the same mentality. Yes. You're going to She's become that with her doctor. son right well, now. I, yeah. I based her on my mother. Right. <laughs> you did? I based Abishala on my mother because uh, my mother was like, you're, you're going to be a doctor. Mm -hmm. like, but even before she, when she was pregnant with me, people would say, what are you going to have? And she'd be like, I don't know, but I'm having a doctor. <laughs> and that was always, so when, when we were writing the show and creating the show, we, I, I basically in, infused a lot of my family history and stories into the character of Abishola. So that's why her son's got to be a doctor, because that was what my mum, that was what she it's was trying to, to make me become as a child. I didn't yeah. discover until 18 that I wasn't going to be a doctor when I realized <laughs> I cannot stand the sight of blood. So, that was okay. so then I switched to the next thing on the list, which was engineering. So then my mother was like, okay, engineer, we can't live with that. Yeah. And then turns to my brother, you will be the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and that's so basically the stories of Bob yeah, Pass, yeah. especially the Nigerian side of the family, there's a lot of stuff I put in there from my, my upbringing, right. my experiences of a first generation. Being, being a Nigerian as well, I was born in Nigeria, I was born in Lagos, I grew up in England and now I stay in Chicago. So like I say, I grew up in three different continents. But one thing I know about Nigerians is success is important. So yes, they want you to be a doctor. But if you now decide to be Abishala, on Bob Hart's Abishala, hey! <laughs> I told you my child, she's number one. You decide uh, to oh be yeah. a top comedian, hey hey! Well, well yeah. number yeah. one is what's I think it's all coming from a place of love, love. Uh, as they know it, wanting us to be successful. And um, and for them at that time, it meant following these professions that yeah. were guaranteed to um, to bring money, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. now, the, the, days, <laughs> the days have changed. The days have changed. Yeah. The days mom, have changed. My mother could not be any prouder of, course. of me now. I you saw know? her one time you received an award. Oh, yeah. And she was in the audience. Oh, I no, I was, doing, around I, something. Something yeah. I was doing a show, a stand-up yeah. show, and I was doing the whole routine about yeah. how in the Nigerian family there's only uh, four choices of career, doctor, yeah. lawyer, engineer, disgrace of the family. <laughs> and I did a whole routine about my mother, and my mother was in the audience. Yes, I, I saw I, that. And I point to my mum, and she stands she up stands and up. spreads her arms out and goes, yes. I am the reason that the, the, the clown. <laughs> I am the reason that clown is on the stage, stage right now because of me. So she she loved it and she enjoyed it, and I, I love those moments because yeah, I was able to to thank her for give, installing in me that work ethic. Yeah. So and you know and funny enough, that is the set that uh, 
brought me to Chuck Lorre and brought me to this show. That's what I was going to ask you, Gina. How did you meet Chuck Lorre? Because I want to know how you met him and I want to know how Abishala got just, the role. I just got me. I literally got a call last summer from my agent saying, uh, Chuck Lorre wants to meet you. And I'm like, Chuck, okay. And so I basically, they flew me over to, I was living in New York. Mm -hmm. They flew me to Los Angeles. I walked in the room with Chuck and Chuck's like, Look, I just had this idea in my head. I haven't written anything down. It's just a, an idea for because he loves Billy Gardell. Oh. He worked with Billy Gardell on Mike and Mom. And that's Bob. So he's like, I yeah, want, yeah, who plays Bob. Bob. So he goes, I want to do another show with Billy Gardell. Right. Uh, this time I don't want to do it with a white woman. I want to do it with a Nigerian woman. So they brought me he was in. specific, Nigerian. Very specific, wow. Nigerian yeah. woman. And so they brought me in and they were like, we want you to consult on the show. First they brought me in as a consultant. Because they're like, we're three white guys. It was Chuck, Al Higgins, Eddie Gordetsky. It's like, we're three white guys. We can't write a show about my gym. We don't know anything about you people. And so they brought me in as a consultant. So once I got in the room as, as a consultant, I was like, you need more than a consultant because you don't even know what you're going to call this character. Originally, they wanted to call her Peter. Oh no, the, the young girl. So I was like, okay, I was like, okay, let's stop that. For start, wrong country, <laughs> yep. wrong country, and a second, that's a Spanish name. She was born in Mexico. That's right. There are no Nigerians called Lupita. None. Here is a list of Nigerian <laughs> names. I suggest Abishal. Here is a list. <laughs> so basically, they were like, oh, we need her. We need more than a consultant. We need yeah. her to help us write this show because yeah. we can't do it. So basically, uh, I became a co-creator of the show. I sat in the, so originally a meeting that was supposed to last two days ended up lasting three weeks where I stayed in LA and wrote the show with them and, and wrote, wrote the scripts and, and you know, put all the Nigerian culture into it and saying, you know, because there's certain things that they don't even know. Like I said, there's certain things that you have your black American kids do on TV shows that would never happen in an African family, where the child goes, comes in from school, goes to the fridge, pulls a bottle of orange juice out of the fridge and drips straight from the bottle mm -hmm. and puts it back in the fridge. I said in the Nigerian family, that's a knock on the head. He one knock <laughs> to the forehead. That's a knock on the forehead. So I'm like, you know, these are the sort of things that you wouldn't notice that I'm going to put into the show, right. so that Africans watching this show will know that this is authentic. Exactly. And then, even though my family are from Benin City, I decided to make the family uh, Yoruba because being born and raised in England, right. Yoruba seemed to be the most prominent tribe that I came. They were the first tribe to actually travel out of Nigeria. Exactly, so they're the first tribe, the most prominent tribe. My father traveled on a boat to study law in London School of Economics. Oh, my mother went from Nigeria to England on a boat. Both my mother and father went by boat. So I made the, the family Yoruba, even yes. though I'm not Yoruba because I thought, well, you know, most Nigerians, everybody knows Yoruba, and they seem to be the ones that seem to be everywhere. It was yep. Yoruba Ibo, and I work with Yoruba because I'm more familiar with Yoruba. Yes. So, um, so that's basically how it was. I became a co-creator on the show, and then we, we, we started casting for Abishola, and obviously I wrote myself into the show as her Clever. best friend, Kemi, because I'm not a fool, people. <laughs> I want all those checks. <laughs> Okay, so, so you yeah, so people, people never recognize me because I look nothing like No, Kenny. you don't because you have that wig on. Yes, but you I have the woman on, on the bus and in the cafeteria, that's me. Yeah, <laughs> that's Kenny. But yeah. So how did Abishala get the role? Abishala, how did you get the role? Uh, it was um, a regular audition process for me. Um, sitting at home wow. for days. <laughs> wow. And I finally get a call from my agents. I get an email actually with the breakdown for the character and audition date and they say can I confirm you and I say yeah and I start working on it. I just got back from Nigeria I remember last year around um, I'd been in Nigeria around August and I think I got the audition either in October or November and um, and I read the sides. I thought oh, that's pretty cool, really well written. 
it was very easy to memorize the lines. That's yeah. usually a tell sign that it's, yeah. a, it's a well-written project. Yeah. And um, I went in, I did the first audition, and uh, it went great. I thought it went perfect. I put everything on the table. Um, and then I forgot about it, which is usually my process. Right. So I don't set myself up for failure, so I'm not disappointed yeah. to manage the disappointment. Like, expectations, the expe yeah. yeah. to manage expectations because this field comes with a lot of rejection. Yeah. Forgot about it, and then I got, I think a few days later, or perhaps a week later, I get a call for a callback. I was like, okay, well, that's cool. Worked on it, went in there, I met with Chuck, Al, and Eddie, and the casting directors again. And um, I, I, I did the, I did the damn thing. Can I? Can I say that? And they sent me the tell. You can say that. I did the damn thing, and um, and I left it all out there. I put everything into it, yeah. um, and uh, it felt good. And you said that. Thank you so awesome. much. Um, and then same process. Forget about it. It never happened. I did what I needed to do. We I knew. Did it out there. We knew. But you guys knew. Like, yeah. Well, right? well, when we were and looking then, to start casting, I, said, I think the third one. The third one was the call, was the test. Yeah. And again, I went in there, met with Billy, met with everyone, mm -hmm. and still I was like, nah, it's not gonna happen, whatever. And then I get the final call around December that you booked it. I was like, oh shit. So, oops. <laughs> that was my girl for lucky. Yeah, for lucky, yeah. that was a big tune. Thank you know what I like thank it? You, thank it's you. just easy. It's it's the hook is on point. It's catchy, and it's, it's something prophesying. you can. Yes, even if you're not feeling the mood, even if like when things are going wrong for you, I think this is the song you play because you have to prophesy. So now, yes. did you write the song after the money came, oh, no. or was it before the money <laughs> came? Because I need the lyrics, man. Like the bank accounts and all that, and you know. By the grace of God, the money was always official. there. Amen. So tell Amen. Us, well, I made you write that. I wrote the song in August, so this was like two months before uh, I even knew Bob Hart's official existed. Wow. Yes. And um, it's, we've been sitting on it for over a year, and we just released it on the 1st of November. Uh, I went home, and I worked with a uh, producer and my music partner, Sujo. Okay. And we sat in the studio, we wrote it together. I remember he just started with a B, and I was like, wait, wait, happy, happy, money, all come. Mm. And that was, the, that was the first thing we got. It's going to be every party in Lagos. Amen. That's why I'm going home to shoot a video. Nice. In December. Nice. <laughs> Let me know nice. what's going on with all the parties, guys. Oh, we're going to be there. We're <laughs> Let's there. turn up. Let's turn up. Afrozones is giving away a free trip for two to Africa, to Lagos, Nigeria. We do what? Nice. There. Yes. What? I have a flight time festival nice. with Megan Stallion, Boys to Men, Nice. We've got tons of artists coming out there. Coffee, nice. you just name it, and Inverna Boy, Daily Do. They all have their own concerts as well while we're out there. So. This is not a time to not be in West Africa. You gotta be in Lagos, and all right? Concert. And of course, pop into Ghana as well for Rock Nation. Yeah, and your uh, concert. And your concert is in a hotel. On the concert. I did right. which is exactly where I grew up. Are you serious? I grew up right on that street. Staring. You're an island girl. I'm an island girl. I grew up okay. right in front of Babich. I knew the smell of before I knew what that was. <laughs> For those that don't know, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> oh wow, I'm loving it. Okay, now I need my second track. Can you please play my second track for me, please? My Rima track. All right. I want to see how you all are thinking about music. Is <laughs> the test? Ah, oh, it's a test. Okay. It's the Afrozone show with your girl Sheila. Oh. Gina, tunes on what Tuesday. Up? Who is it? Hey. Who is it, Gina? Oh my 
No, Shazam! Who is it, Gina? No, Shazam! I'm the third. Don't even bother. It's for Gina Ishere. Who is it? Choose on Tuesday. Wait, 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 wait. Let me hear it. Wait, I know this tune. I know this tune. Who is it? Choose on Tuesday. Tonight. I'm the third. Don't even apply. This for Gina. I know this. Let me get help if you want to help her. It's Rima. It's Rima. Ah! <laughs> Alright guys, I have to do that to my girl because oh. I love when she does that tunes on Tuesday, Tuesday and it's not as often as it should be. Why, Gina? It's going on? Tuesday. I've only missed a couple because uh, obviously I'm working on this show every day. Right. Every day. Uh, I, I do a scene. I take off my wig and my costume and then I go straight back into the office and I start writing scripts. So I'm working every day on this show. So I try and do my tunes. Follow me on Instagram, people. At Gina Yashere. At G-I-N-A-Y-A-S-H-E-R-E. Follow me on Instagram. Every Tuesday, I do a tunes on Tuesday. Tunes on Tuesday. And I uh, I play a tune, and you have to guess who it is. On the third, it's not even apply. I, I'm not even bother. He's a classic. <laughs> I do classic hip-hop. Classic soul and funk. Classic Nigerian. I had Victor Wifer. I did Victor Wifer. I did Victor Wifer. I was trying to find the Afrobeat. And nobody knew. <laughs> they were all thinking it was Sunny Ade. And I was like, guess again, people. But yeah, so I do classic music. And I play a tune and you have to guess and then I often give out free tickets for my shows for the person. I love it, I love it. Do guess. you miss the road though, Gina? That's my, uh, I want to know, know if you miss the road. Stand-up comedy, stand-up is, so stand is my first love and I've been on the road doing stand-up comedy for over 20 years. And I've travelled to probably 80% of the planet I've done comedy. And you know, it's so funny, no matter what country I've been to, I've never not met a Nigerian. I've met Nigerians in Malaysia, everywhere. in China, in uh, everywhere, Italy. Fifty million everywhere. Meet Nigerians from the other side. But I, uh, so I don't, I don't, I miss doing comedy and doing acts. But I will be back as soon as we finish filming this show. Beautiful. But um, this show is here to stay. Oh, yes. well, the thing about the show, this we have show is socks. We have socks for you. Oh Bob wow. Hats, Bob Hats, so follow follow us on Instagram at bobhatsabishola.com. That's H E A R T S for hearts. Not dot com. Bob Hats at Bob Hats. There we go. At Bob Hats Abishola. Thank you. And what is your and, Instagram? And my Instagram is at the dot Folake. So T H E period F O L A K E. Follow I want to throw us. this in quickly as well, Follow guys. Us. I want to throw this in quickly because I need people to understand, you know, people's pedigree. You know, I know I was able to tell you about Gina's pedigree because I, of course, grew up in England and everything, with the mobile screening me and everything. But for Lake, you've also been in the industry, so can you give us a list of programs you've actually featured on here in the U.S.? That's uh, on your bio. Okay, I've been acting for about 20 years, uh, almost 20 years. I moved so people to need to know that. Yes. Okay. Uh, I, I, I moved to America and I studied theater at the City College of New York. And my background and my foundation was in off, off, off Broadway shows in New York, musical theater. That's my foundation in acting. And uh, I did everything. I started with extra work. I did tons of, of extra work. My first extra work gig was on Sex and the City, oh, when wow. it was still a series. HBO. Yes. <laughs> and uh, that was like, I did a ton of extra work. I worked from the bottom, bottom to the top. Abishala. And now you are first lady. Abishala Abishala for, for president. Abishala for president. I think it's also important that I say that I also studied audio engineering at the Institute of Research in 
the Audio Institute of Research in New York because music is very special to me. And I've worked with David Bowie and um, it's, check out my single. Definitely, we're going to check out the single, guys. And then the last question is, Afro Zones, you know when we first started, I told you it was the first and only Afro beat shown in major FM dial. How does that make you guys feel as British, American, Nigerians? How does that make you feel that Afro Beats is actually on a national terrestrial platform that's nationally syndicated? How does that make you feel? Oh, it's amazing. I mean, it's fantastic. I mean, we've been plugging the Afrobeats. I don't know if you know, it's but our, our DJs in England on the main stations, on the Kiss yeah. FMs and the Choices and all that, were yeah. plugging the Afrobeats from back in the day. So it's great to hear on American stations yeah. and you're getting that mainstream, mainstream, mainstream attention. Because you know, African music, we've been, in, our music has been infused in American music for a long time. Missy Elliott time. was using African music. If you listen to some of Missy Elliott's earlier albums, she was using African music back then. Right, so they've been using our, stuff, using our stuff for years. So yeah. it's, it's good that our African artists are now getting on the forefront. And you've got Drake asking Wizkid to help him on records and things like that. That's you know, and that's, and that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. Beautiful. And who would you like to collaborate with? Uh, what do you think? Because I can make it happen. Just see. Oh, really? Uh, just, which one? All right. I'm really into, I'm really into Kiss Jano. I love his stuff. Done. I'm into Tenny. Whiskey, of Done. course. Debbie Doe. Done. Done. Uh, well, Two-Face. Oh, Two-Face. Ah, Two-Face. 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 Um, uh, Femi Kuti. Mm. Uh, who else? What's his name? Hi, uh, Pasuma. There we go. Ah, Pasuma, Pasuma, Pasuma. Nice. I will um, dance in all of those videos. I will dance. Asha. Back in, in all of those videos. Asha got me That's through my right. mom's funeral. Nice. That's that our first girl. album. That's our girl. Yeah, I would love to work with Asha. Uh, Asha. Shade. Shade. I can't people, find her. People don't find her. We can't find Shade, no, but, but she's somewhere. Listen, I'm serious. I'm going home in December. I'm, I'm just there. working on music. That's why I'm asking you. Who do you want to work with? Because yes. I'm there. And then yes, we have Daniel, the yes, If they want to come and make guest appearances uh, on Bob Hearts, I'm sure. P-Square. <laughs> Plantation boys, Tony Tetula, no going square, back. No more P-Square. No more P-Square? No, they separated, so oh. he has to do with Pika or Paul. Okay, okay, no. well, both of them. One, one, one of the P's. Uh, also, Daddy Fresh. <laughs> that, ooh. I'm good, like, I'm trying to Daddy Shoki. We got you, we got you. Play I'm trying to go old but school. Before we go, please watch the show. Bob Hearts Abishola, Monday nights, 8.30 p.m. on 7.30 Central, CBS. Watch the Nigerians, Africans, everybody out here listening to music. Please watch the show. You, we talk about representation. To keep that representation, we've got to support, to support the, the show. show. So watch the show, people. And it's really good at that. It's not even... Honestly. It's a good show. Watch I, You've I, never seen anything no, like this. No, they haven't. And, but you know what? What Gina said is really key. We talk about representation on love. We always carry this black eye. Oh, God, they left us out. Come on now. Now we are the forefront. It's now left for us to now build this because it's for us. All right? It's not for anybody else. The it's for us. So we have to make sure that it first. remains on a major platform as CBS. That is no joke. So the yeah. first Nigerian immigrant family on primetime television in American history. Never been done. Never been done. And now they're here with me. Let's keep zone. this on the air, please. And there's Gina, please write Sheila in. Thank and you. I, all. I need to pay <laughs> off this house. So please keep it on the air. Watch the show. I need to pay off this house I just bought. Please. Uh, write Sheila in. Write Sheila in. What time, what time is it again? 8.30 p.m. 7.30 Central. CBS. Monday night. Watch it. I even understand this part. And it's for like cousin. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> Really All right, guys. Look at that. She's gonna be our next nurse. I am. I am interviewing. I am 
Big shout out to Big Shout out to the Nigerian nurses as well. You guys yes. are out there with them. Oh, no, no, they were amazing. Shout out to Mary Dasha. Shout Thanks for the connect. Great shout out to, to my girl amazing. Wendy. I see you as pretty as you. Wendy, are you here rapping us? Wendy, we're rapping everybody. Yeah, Wendy. We're rapping Wendy Berry. We're rapping. She's up my boys in Nigeria. My guys are Rock Nation. When I said, oh, Wendy was coming, they were like, oh, Wendy Berry. I'm like, that's how they do Rock Nation. Uh, yes, that I told him. He was like, yes. Thank you so much, guys, for coming Thank through. Thank you for having us. I'm gonna keep so supporting you. Us. At least you know you got a fan over here. I'm gonna keep pushing this because and I'll see you not for any pay slip or nothing, but because it helps us. Your growth helps our growth. Yes. Uh, so for us, it's like priceless. It's We're for the proud culture. of you and for the culture we're behind you. Because uh, when you. I come you. to Chicago next to do my next live show, which I'm going to be you're doing, stay in my house. Yeah. I'm coming to this station, and you got better come to my show and support. Yeah, but you gonna stay in my I'm house too. Come take the time. I'm wine, oh, the everybody. I'm gonna get real pond again. 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 I'm gonna get real pond again.